0: On tonight's broadcast, I have the fabulous and funny, longtime friend, and fierce and ferocious, most likely, Amanda Carey. Welcome to the Fabulous D Show.
1: Thank you. It's wonderful to be here.
0: And it's wonderful to have you here. How are you, this fine moment in, uh, in history?
1: Uh, I'm all right. I was up way too late last night.
0: That's not good.
1: Uh, you know, just getting up to things I shouldn't be getting up to, doing things I shouldn't. So <laughs> well, you know how you know how that goes
0: I do, I do I was up a little later than usual last night But I, I hope you had fun
1: Oh, it was quite fun I was playing Magic
0: Oh, isn't that that card game?
1: Yes, I was playing Magic the Gathering I The never... thing that everybody wants to be doing With their Friday evenings of When course. they're in their mid-thirties
0: <laughs> Well, I know that's what I want to be doing Although I don't know how
1: <laughs> Well, it all you have to do is just go down to the local nerd shop, and you can buy magic cards, and you can spend your Friday <laughs> evening with a whole bunch of people who are very poorly familiarized with the concept of personal hygiene mm-hmm. playing a card game. So
0: I need to find the local nerd shop immediately.
1: Well, you know, I, I would go for one of the local domestic nerd shops, because okay. those, for, those foreign nerd shops, especially the Asian ones, <laughs> They can, I mean, the, some of the stuff they sell is just kind of bizarre, you know. And very rarely is it in English. I just, just get some really weird fan subs, too. I just swear to God, Japanese are into some weird
0: stuff. They really I are. I, I completely understand. But everybody's <laughs> into something. Everybody's got their something. <laughs> and now you are clearly, or, you know, if, if people can't tell by now, you are a stand-up comedian.
1: Yes. Yes, I am.
0: Do you do the whole um, comedian versus comedian? Do no. You, uh, uh, is that yes, prehistoric I mean, or what?
1: I, I, mean, I'm as much as I like to play around with language. Comedian and comedian, There's really no big distinctive difference anymore, in my opinion. I mean, and I think that that was even just rarely used a lot of the time, mm-hmm. just because. It was meant to, kind of. I think it's kind of a product of the seventies, kind of thing.
0: Yes, we, you know? we had we had a very old um, stand-up comic on the show many years back, and and she insisted that she was a comedian. So it must have been right. a, an old thing.
1: Yeah, it's. I guess it's more generational. It's kind of like how nowadays there are no actresses; they're all just actors.
0: This is true, and you are
1: okay.
0: in Oklahoma.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And a a stand-up comedian in in Oklahoma, it makes me kind of uh, stutter.
1: Well, uh, you know, I just have to speak a lot slower for everybody uh, in the (laughs) audience.
0: So Um, tell our worldwide audience (laughs) about (laughs) Oklahoma. Sorry about that. Uh,
1: For the people who don't know anything about Oklahoma, aside from the absolutely frequent tornadoes, um. It's if you're not familiar with what a red state is, a red state is considered the most you know, a conservative state. Mm. Oklahoma is the reddest state in the country. Oh. So this is the kind of place where people who like support the Second Amendment are told that they're communist, you know, queers because they don't support, you know, the legalization of like powiters and stuff. You know?
0: <laughs> I didn't know it was I mean, the reddest. That's
1: it, it is the, there was, it, Oklahoma, Obama did not win one county in the last presidential election. It is wow. the reddest state in the country.
0: That is pretty red.
1: Uh, it, it's pretty much kind of, oh, what's the best way to put it? Um, a Tea Party wet dream. That's <laughs> the best way to put it.
0: It does sound like it.
1: It, to let you know how red of a state this is, when they, uh, you know, when, the test, uh, when they repeal "Don't Ask, Don't Tell," and the government started processing same-sex partner benefits, right? The governor of the state decided to stop processing all benefits for National Guardsmen at National Guard facilities in mm-hmm. the state because she didn't want to uh, provide a same-sex partner benefit to um, g- uh, gay National right. Guard soldiers.
0: Oh, so she punished so everyone.
1: She Yeah, it was pretty much you have to go to an active-duty military base. Hmm. And as far as I know, that that took, uh, she did that like right around November of last year, uh-huh. and that has not been repealed. She see. basically said, all National Guard members, you can't go down to your local guard armory and turn in your paperwork to make sure that your partner gets your insurance. You have to go, you sometimes will have to drive four or five hours to so the nearest active duty army base to have that done.
0: It's amazing how, how difficult they make it and difficult for everyone then.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, these are the kind of people that Westboro goes like, I don't even know why we have to be there. Right. I mean, Westboro is just like, these guys are crazy. They're too damn conservative.
0: Exactly. So, it's very yeah. red and you're a stand-up comedian in Oklahoma mm-hmm. and a, a little mm-hmm. well-known secret of yours is that you are transgender.
1: Don't tell everybody, Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I
0: thought they knew. Fuck.
1: Fuck. Oh god. I I want to I want to get phone calls. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I am a I am a transgender stand up comedian in Oklahoma. in Oklahoma. None of that those is,
0: things seem to uh work well together. Yeah. With the Oklahoma yeah. part at least.
1: Yeah. You got comedian in my Oklahoma. You got transgender in my comedian. <laughs> hey, it works.
0: And and that is part of your act is I mean all all good comedians are truth tellers, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And really you're not saying anything funny. But yet everyone's laughing, much uh-huh. like George Carlin. Nothing of his act was funny in, in my perception, but yet hilarious nonetheless.
1: Right. It's just something- I, mean, I, mean, it's, I, I mean, it was just some of this, this is the way that he presented it to people was just so twisted. Like one of my favorite bits that he ever did was a real short one. Have you noticed that in this country we're getting rid of all the toy guns, but keeping all the real ones? Very true. And I mean, Me there's nothing funny about that, that, because it's kind of screwed up. We're getting rid of, yeah. we can't let the kids play with the toy guns, but we're going to let everybody get to keep the real ones.
0: But yet I'm sure the, so. the room was in stitches. Right. And, and I, so, I, just, yeah, I listen to it like, you know, factual, because it uh-huh. is, and, and I love it. But uh-huh. So you just get up there and, and tell it like it is, and people laugh. I yeah. Do people I know, laugh?
1: And, <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I can go. About, very rarely do I get an audience that is just too stunned and doesn't know how to react. Right. And that's usually, you know, that's the one that's going to blow me. I'll get some laughs out of it because I'll attack something through the prism of being transgender that they can at least relate to. You know, something about feminism or trying to be, you know, overly macho or. You know, something along those lines. And you know, for for me, a lot of it is the key part of my act is, is that I'm not the most fucked up person in the room. A lot of comedians they always go for, I'm so fucked up, I'm so weird, I'm so strange mm-hmm. I'm like, no, nope, no, nope, I'm the same one. The rest of you fuckers are weird <laughs> that kind of thing. You you're the one you everybody else, you're the fucked up people.
0: So people, even in, in that reddest of red states, they, they take you pretty well? I mean, do you do, like, straight mm-hmm. comedy clubs and nor- uh, normal have, <laughs> normal yeah, places?
1: I, yeah, I have I have done a performance, and I've only done um Out of all the acts that I've done, I've done two prides and two uh, shows at gay clubs. That's it. Everything else, every other time that I've performed has always been in front of a straight audience that's or fabulous. a 90% straight audience kind of thing.
0: Do you find that you're educating people?
1: I, that is, that is, you know, I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, you know, like, wow, I, you know, like, changed my mind. I didn't know that was offensive or I didn't know that was wrong, you know, and that's cool. And I've had more than, more than a handful of people come up to me and say, you know, you're the first transgender person I met, and you know, you know, I learned I learned stuff from you, mm. and that that is one reason that I do it. And you know, another reason is because I, I want to be funny, but at the same time, it, it's sort of like how a black comedian can sometimes not talk about being black, or a female mm. comedian cannot not talk about right. being a woman.
0: Right.
1: I'm transgender, and so I'm gonna get. You know, questions about it at some point and so I might as well just use it as the launching point for everything else from guns to sexism to you know attitudes about video games you know it's a launching pad
0: and and this might be just my perception because I've known you I don't know forever it's like 200 uh-huh. years at least I think
1: and Damn it, now they know that we're vampires. <laughs> go-
0: well, I'm always saying, unearthing the underground, you know. So now You could not knows.
1: keep a secret for shit, I, you know that? I really
0: can't. I really
1: can't. <laughs> so, and, You're not and, invited to the meetings anymore.
0: Oh, fuck. They were so much fun. But knowing you forever, and knowing where you've come from, because I knew you back in the day, and... Mm-hmm. Really, before
1: you knew me before you knew me before I transitioned.
0: Right before Amanda was Amanda. I don't think I. I don't think Amanda was even a name yet. mm mm-hmm. And knowing you then and knowing you now, I wouldn't have seen you as a stand-up comedian. Did, what happened there that you became comfortable with that in front of people, or were you always?
1: Um. I always wanted to be a comedian. I've, I've always wanted to be one. Um, in the third grade, I did uh, I did Robin Williams' live at the Met, out of memory, from a third grade talent show.
0: Wow. And,
1: and I knew what parts to edit. Hmm. And I knew which parts to Okay, I can't say that word. I can't bring up that topic. Which... You know, I, I, I was an advanced, you know, third yeah. grader. I knew what was dirty wasn't what, what wasn't dirty. Well, yeah, I did, you know, I did okay. stand-up comedy out of memory. Uh, George Carlin, Bill Hicks, um, Robin Williams, a uh, bunch of other comedians like that. I would just watch their specials and listen to their tapes and CDs over and over and over again. And I did that for a couple of years, didn't have any venue to do it, Um I tried it a few times and when I was in college and I was absolutely atrocious at it. And there <laughs> wasn't no real venue. There was no real venue for it in no. the little town that I was in at the time. Right. So I would just convince somebody to let me get up on stage and I'd do a little bit. And then when I had um, joined the Army, I had really hoped I would get assigned to a, uh, to a place that was near a big city. <laughs> I did not want to get stationed out in like you know, Montana or anything. Right. But I ended up being stationed not too far from Austin, Texas. And so I would go to Austin and I started doing stand up when I got back from Iraq. I started going down and doing comedy down there and it did that for a few years, got out of the army, moved back to Mississippi where there's no venue and then moved from Mississippi to Oklahoma and it was a I started doing stand up again, um and january of last year so it's been off and on for a couple of years
0: and whereabouts uh, what what main areas are you in down there in oklahoma where can people see you
1: um i'm i'm mostly in i'm i'm, I'm in the oklahoma city area but for some reason i get more shows in tulsa mm-hmm. which is fun, which is odd um i've and i'm trying to get out and do more um and so, right now, it's mostly you can find me in um, either Tulsa or Oklahoma City. Uh, fingers crossed, I'll start being able to get down to Dallas and Ooh. stuff like that. Uh, um, that I'm trying to, sense. as much as I, as much as I don't want to become like the transgender comedian, right. I also at the same time realize I'm going to be the transgender <laughs> comedian.
0: It is and, unfortunately it, hard to you know avoid.
1: Right, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, like Bill Cosby has almost no racially oriented material in his in his routines at all. I, I can't recall ever hearing Bill Cosby outside of like, you know, his TV show talking about race. Right. But everybody goes like, yeah, "Bill Cosby's black." Exactly. You yeah.
0: know,
1: he's never going to escape being black. I'm never going to escape being transgendered. Right. So I'm always going to have to be part of the LGBT community, right. which means I'm going to ride that motherfucker.
0: <laughs> As well, you should, and I don't think we yeah, can take, we can't get away from it. I mean, we we are there's black comedians and there's there's male comedians and female comedians and transgender comedians. Right. And, and, I, no and I'm riding
1: what. this bitch all the way into Orange Is the New Black season four.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be fabulous.
1: That'll be about the time that Laverne Cox gets her own damn TV show.
0: Most likely. She's headed yeah. for big things. Well, what do you think of Laverne and, and everything that's happened?
1: Uh with Laverne talks and like um I should just oh, say I should just
0: say Laverne and yeah, and the other one. Um but not everything that's happened, because good god that's a deep subject. Everything that's happened.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I um <clears throat> I think it's great. Um it's kind of yeah, you know, it's it's good that we're finally getting recognition and all that. You know, people are actually It's funny, they're actually starting to cast transgender people in roles that are meant to be transgender people.
0: Shocking. You
1: know, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, like they'll cast, you know, like, you know, I understand where the upset about Jared Leto playing the character and um, Dallas Mm. Flyers Club came Mm. from. I get it. But at the same time, I also understand that not everybody's going to come out to see a completely unknown actor or actress right. in, a, in a role. Sometimes you're going to put these big-time stars in these roles because you got to remember, sweetheart, Hollywood is about the bankroll. They don't, as much as they want to sometimes, and rarely in the moon, make a, kind of an artsy-fartsy film, mm-hmm. they don't want, you know, they got to make money. And so they're going to put Jared Leto playing a transgender woman in that role sorry
0: yeah well i mean we can't start from scratch we can't just put an unknown in there and have it be a big movie to get the recognition that it needs to to get those transgender people to get the roles in my opinion
1: right it's nothing personal it's just business exactly and and so i mean let's face it hollywood being homophobic or transphobic yeah come on (laughs) motherfucker really Really, Hollywood is homophobic. Okay, sure. If if Hollywood get, you know, like pissed off all the gays, it would shut down in a week. <laughs> you know, and I'm not just talking about like the hairdressers and the mm. makeup artists. I'm like half the actors and actresses would oh, be gone.
0: Yeah, absolutely, everyone would be gone. Completely
1: but, gone. You know, I'm happy about it. I'm glad it's opening up the doors for people, and in time, you know, there will be more roles. Available and there'll be more stories about us. I mean, we're trendy. You know, we're cool. And there's we sure are. You know, it's like Cam. It's like Cam and Mitchell. You know, you know they. You know they opened it up for a lot of gay people. I'm like, oh, what are you saying? Gay people don't have to be. You know, like you know, like Will and Grace. Those can be kind of just weird, normal people. Right. We're we're gonna go through a period where the tra- there's transgender roles and they're kind of trendy and you know and they're stereotypical. And then they'll start going, oh, wait a second, we don't have to play that. We can start
0: doing other stuff right, with it. Right. It's, and it's, then, all, uh, it's all about growing. Yeah,
1: tw- Yeah. 20 or 30 years from now, it won't be a thing.
0: Right, right. And, no. and right now it is such a thing. And mm-hmm. I think we're kind of on the same page because you mm-hmm. actually became a bit of a, a little uh, superstar there for a moment on uh, Blogger and Reddit I, and all sorts of places. I went viral. You went viral. You you've done something went, I've uh, never done. You went viral.
1: <laughs> I know. I went viral, which I don't know. Um, Whoa! Well, how was I? How how, how was it? I, I, finally went, I finally went viral. I, I hope there's a shot for that. <laughs> yeah. I
0: I, I I don't know. Um, I don't know how it happened either, because, I mean, reading over, and, and I told you this, it's just, you, you wrote such a lengthy, amazing piece. It was it was full of, um, you know, educated
1: mm-hmm.
0: perception, and, and for those who haven't read it, um, it was basically about the, you know, transgender in the media right now, and, and mm-hmm. all sorts of things. I mean, you covered it. You covered it.
1: Yeah, um, for people who don't know, um, I wrote this thing called... Uh, Sometimes I hate the LGBT community, and I'm a member. Which, I mean, if there was anything ever written that was clickbait, <laughs> exactly. it was that. that. I mean, that came straight from, like, that That was like if BuzzFeed and the Huffington Post fucked and produced a headline.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was their love child.
1: It was their love child, and it all I had to do was maybe like put some relevant you know something related to like food cats or Gwyneth Paltrow and mm-hmm. it would have been perfect It clickbait extraordinaire
0: <laughs> that's uh, true and, and God, it was really God. and what was really amazing was it was long which I keep going back yeah. to it was really long and people actually yeah. read it
1: well a lot of people read it but, you know you know, the ones that got it read it the ones that didn't read all of it uh, who were like ah oh, this thing's Stupid. I read the first paragraph and I couldn't read anymore and it was stupid well no you're stupid because you only read a fucking paragraph <laughs> what the hell wrong with you
0: that's true absolutely and it was but, pretty much yeah. on and that's why that, you know I've been saying that stuff forever but you know I, I don't get to go viral but you get to go viral and I think it's because yeah. you are like you, like the title said you are a member of the community mm-hmm. and I think people actually and it says a lot or it said a lot to me that, you know, you're accepted as a member of that community. I feel like always this this outsider, this freak, even within mm-hmm. my own, what's supposed to be, my own community. Yeah. But they accepted you, and, and you speaking as a normal transgender person, bite my tongue, mm-hmm. you know, it, it actually yeah. got across and it really clicked with people. Because if I did that, if I wrote that, because I don't think I could have even wrote that. I mean, you, you really referenced some things that were really deep, and it yeah. was fantastic. But if I did, I, I still don't think it would have gotten that same amount of attention just because of who I am.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, like, I it didn't even start, you know, getting picked up like that on, like, I posted it myself on Reddit. I will admit, I, I marketed <laughs> myself, course. oh my God. But um, I posted it on my uh, WordPress. And it went and on. started getting picked up. I like posted it on my Facebook, and then it just got picked up from there. And it just spread like. And one day, I mean, like I was getting like two or three thousand hits from places like Tumblr. And God, I you couldn't get me to go to Tumblr. Jesus, I don't even go to Tumblr for porn. (laughs) Tumblr, it's a terrible place. It's great for porn. Come on. I, I I love porn. Don't get me wrong. When we get done here, I'm probably going to go to a porn site masturbate. But I, I mean, there is absolutely nothing wrong with porn. I love porn, but
0: just not Tumblr. Tumblr, porn. Tumblr is God. just a scary place.
1: God. I don't. You know, I, I, I won't even indulge in the porn on on Tumblr. Like unless well, I see a like one of my favorite like uh hentai artists and he has like a tumblr i'm like oh that's going
0: to be opportunity. <laughs> Fuck yeah well you just never know what you're going to find because you could be scroll 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 oh yeah baby yeah and then suddenly oh shit never mind <laughs> oh shit
1: i want to i'm on a tumblr for him for people who are talking about their headmates. <laughs> uh, it's called schizophrenia jesus okay. so, i have a friend in my head they're a, they're a hundred year old cat. No, you're a crazy person. <laughs> that are basically you're the internet equivalent of the high school cutter from the mid nineties. That's what you are. I love you're it. the person like look at me. I have a I have people in my head. No, you're a crazy person looking <laughs> for attention.
0: <laughs> and see, this is why uh, I appreciate like, you.
1: I'm going to get so many angry things sent to, to me about that.
0: Right. That's all right. I I do uh, too. But
1: they'll, but they'll all be written about me on Tumblr. So who gives a Exactly. Shit?
0: they 'll be posting this show on Tumblr, and you no. won't have you won't even know right <laughs> but that's what I love about you you, you tell it like it is, and uh, we can't offend you and and no one can offend me so well this, that's why it's a scary show but
1: no. you know, you know I, go ahead. It, it's its the thing is, is that I can get offended. There are things right. out there that sure. do offend me. Right. It's just that I'm smart and I'm measured and reasonable about what offends me. I'm just not offended all the damn
0: time. Right. And and I was about to say, it's not the stupid shit. Not to be calling anybody else stupid, but right. it's the little things that really seem to be agitating people right now out there, especially mm-hmm. in the transgender community and LGBTQABCD, and they're just dwelling on the wrong stuff. And that was a lot about your post. It was a lot about how I've been feeling lately, especially this last two years. I've just been in either hysterics or depression with how much people are being stupid about what they're saying, what they want to be saying, labels. And even I'm being told that I don't know the right labels. So when I talk to someone like you, it's, it's very refreshing because you are our... Atypical, um, you know, and I hate to say atypical and normal and everything like that. But as you said, you're, you're part of the community, right? And it's, you can take it. You can take those those questions or those comments and just say, okay, I, I'd rather not be called that. But you, you don't yeah, get offended it, like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, like it's like the whole thing. Like the, it, it all got kicked up when you know RuPaul kept calling everybody tranny, and you know the whole male thing. Okay, I get the she thing. That one was a bit far. You know. Call, you know, calling a she I mean, you knew what the fuck you were doing there, RuPaul. <laughs> no, don't 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 bullshit nobody. You knew she was a was offensive. I mean she has never been cool. Right? <laughs> you know, but tranny it, you know, tranny has been one of those words that has bounced back and forth. I I've been in the you know, I've been a member or uh, floated around the LGBT community since you know about ninety seven ninety eight when mm-hmm. I first started going to my first gay bars. You know, with mm-hmm. friends and stuff like that, and you know, having gay friends. And I remember, you know, tranny just being, you know, like, oh, who's that tranny over there? Oh, that's Michelle. You know, right. oh, girl, you look like a tranny tonight. You know. <laughs> Uh, you know, like oh, you you know you're you know got to forget what what you know what the, how to phrase it because it's been years, right. but you know and something 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 you're not a very attractive tranny kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know? right. So it was it was it was a Swiss Army word, you know right,
0: exactly. And, and it is and so, it is
1: and it is and you know like if somebody like if like if I'm hanging out with like one of my gay friends and they call me a tranny. Or even I'm uh, handing out one of my straight friends and they call me a tranny. I'm I'm not immediately freaking the fuck out because they call me a tranny. I look for the context, you know, like, right. you know, they were asking about you and I said, yeah, you know, you are a tranny and you know that. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. People know what the word tranny is. Boom, right. we'll move on. But it's, you know, like, oh, you fucked up little tranny. Exactly. Like, okay. That, that's, that's not cool. It's a recognizing when there's malice. Thank and, you. You know, derision. Yes. And, you know, uh, some people, they just don't know. Either they don't understand that context because they have shitty interpersonal skills, <laughs> or they're just looking to be offended. And really, I think it's because they spend so much time on the Internet, they have yeah. no ability to, to understand what context or tone is, or either they're just looking to be offended all the time. Now, think. because, you know, people are being offended by I do point out that, hey, it's it's not really a cool word anymore. It's kind of one of those, like, it's all a word. You can't use it. Um, you know, I, I'm, I, I correct people, say just say trans. Trans, you're good. You really can't go wrong with trans. That's just, right. And, and, it's, and, it's no, and it's not any harder than, to say than tranny, you know. But if people slip up, they still call me trans or, or still call me tranny or call somebody else tranny and there's no malicious intent involved, if it's if it's not that big of a deal, I just let it slide. I don't even have right. to worry about it. I don't spend 40 hours, a, you know, a week, right. you know,
0: on Facebook about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't Tweet, tweeting your aggression. I
1: yes. I, I yeah. I, I don't spend, 20, you know, all my time writing really angry blogs and articles about mm. it. Um to me it's and I know that this is something else that freaks people out is I, I say, you know, it, this is not that big of a deal right now. I'm not that worried about it. I'm not that worried about it. If you want to worry about it, that's fine. Don't get Never. pissed off because
0: I don't give a exactly. shit. And I don't know that's about enough. you. I mean, I, I've been, I've come a long way. You, you've come a long way. And, you, mm-hmm. know, you, you know, girl, we're getting old.
1: Uh, <laughs> and, be for yourself, I, bitch.
0: Thank you. <laughs> exactly. And even say, you know, because there are knee-jerk reactions where I want to say Tranny, because that's just mm-hmm. what we're used to. I mean, it's just like names. And when you know someone as one name, and then they change their name, mm-hmm. no matter what the reason that they've done so, you think of them as the, the name that you knew them as. So it's just... Right. And when it's not, you know, done in malice, and Tranny was a loving term that uh-huh. we used for each other and and I used for people and for myself uh-huh. it's uh-huh. very hard to break the habit because it's just who uh-huh. who we were
1: yeah it, it and it, it's so funny that there are groups now that are trying to tell other trans people oh you can't use that word Wait a second, I'm <laughs> it, it, it's it's so it, it's basically the transgender equivalent of you know, an internal black argument about mm-hmm. you know about terms that deal with black people. It's it's our equivalent, mm-hmm. and the, the the situation essentially is that we we've, we've heard a period where there are there are trans people in the community that remember Stonewall, mm-hmm. and they're out there with all these kids. That have never known a world where, you know, like, where, you know, it was illegal to even have gay sex.
0: Right.
1: Kind of, I mean, people forget that 11 years ago, in 2003, uh, Lawrence versus Texas, Supreme Court decision struck down sodomy laws, basically making it no longer illegal to have gay sex. And we're talking about, like, this, there were sodomy laws in something like 28, 30 states in this country. They weren't always enforced. But you got to remember, 11 years ago, in Texas, you could go to jail for having sex with someone of the same sex in your own home, consensually.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, we're getting like, in and, and probably the next two years, every place in the country is going to have gay marriage because the Supreme Court is going to rule on right. it. Right, they, they They totally don't realize that the world of 1995... Or 1994 is vastly different
0: mm. than 2014. Yeah, yeah so, I, I think people do not know the uh, how quickly kids grow up, really. Because mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't believe that people born in 2000, when I was graduating, are 14 now. Or you know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's crazy, and they don't know the world of the 90s or the 80s. And I remember, you know, growing up in in that. Anti-gay culture, AIDS. You know, people don't even really think about AIDS, especially kids. They don't live in that yeah, world yeah. where it was so prevalent mm-hmm. and so so vicious. Even though it still is, but yet it's it's a changed landscape. Mm-hmm. So you know, we we never think about the kids, but they're they're there. And I mean, I started all this business when I was fifteen, sixteen. So people mm-hmm. who don't even remember the nineties are about, or who weren't even alive in the nineties. Are about Mm -hmm. to start where I started many years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, you know, I I was, you know, I came from a small town in Mississippi. My only outlet and understanding of the gay world came from TV and movies. And of course, growing up in the eighties and nineties, you know, you know, seeing the way that people treated gay people, you know, it was like I don't want to be that. I don't want to do that. And so I I was, you know, I had an understanding there was something wrong. I couldn't put two and two together. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until the late 90s that, you know, like, you know, like I even began to understand what was going on. And it was because of the Internet. I won't lie. The Internet has done
0: wonders. Oh, yeah.
1: For the LGBT community. It has done wonders. I mean, I think like the oldest uh, transgender-related Forum goes back to, like, 93 or 94 mm-hmm. or something like
0: yep. that. Yeah, exactly.
1: And, but it, it has created a community that didn't exist before, mm-hmm. one. And number two, it has sped things up so quickly. The Internet and mass media that, like I said, there are people alive today that could be sitting in a bar. That one of them was throwing rocks at Stonewall. Next to a kid who has never known a world where there wasn't a gay character on TV, or somebody sitting there saying, you know, equal gay rights for mm-hmm. everybody, right. and they were a totally straight celebrity kind right. of thing.
0: Even the the military, because you were in the military pre-transition, right. so you knew that that repression in that.
1: Yeah, world. I w- yeah I was. But I remember when it went from being absolutely no gays to don't ask, don't tell, and to openly serve, and probably here in the next five years, they'll be letting transgender people serve. So I, I have seen all of that, you know. And there's just people out there who, well, Donnie, they lack a frame of reference, you know. Mm-hmm. So they just don't, uh, they, they get to worry about the small stuff, you know. Uh, you know, where it's like Andrea James and Calpernia Adams. <laughs> you know, people forget that this movie *A Soldier Girl* is about Calpurnia Adams, right. You know, yeah. so that shit—that shit, that shit happened to her.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's that what people need to look up. You know, all they see is this this older tranny, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they they just think, oh, you know, she's just. They look at her like kids look at old people. You know, uh-huh. they they don't know what they're talking about. That was so far ago. They need to, you know, Wikipedia her because that that leads into the whole whole mess mm-hmm. that she went through. And when you realize that, it's like, okay, maybe this person does know something of what they're talking about. I, mean, I understand that the young people have their view, and they 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 have been gifted the small stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's across the board, not just transgender community, but like everything in life. Everyone gets to focus more and more with each generation mm-hmm. on the small stuff and they don't have to sweat right. as much or bleed as much or hurt as much right and it's it's integrating that with what was I think and, and having a respect for that mm-hmm. I think it's valid to have a respect for that I don't think it's just some old people shaking their cane at kids kind of thing
1: right yeah it's, it, and so we're at a point now you know I, I know there was like you're a comedian be funny quit being serious But uh, we're at this weird point where, you know, we have the older people like Calpurnia and Andrea and all of them that they came from a a different generation and they, you know, they they have different experiences and they have different understandings. And these younger people are attacking them because they're not going about being transgendered the young people way. And these older people are like, Motherfucker! <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? What's your meaning? You're p- Part of the reason you get to do the way you do these things is because um, my boyfriend got his ass beat to death uh, and they made a movie about it. Mm-hmm. You know, part of the reason you get to do this is because my boyfriend got murdered, mm-hmm. you know? And so there is a bit of resentment there, and it goes both ways. And so the younger people, they're very angry that you know, like, oh, how can you use the word tranny? Blah, you know. And the older people are like, why the fuck are you worried about it? You know, you, you, you know, like you could be I, getting I beat. Even, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even do this kind of stuff, this stuff that you're doing now, and. So, some of the older people, you know, they can get pretty mean back. You know, some of the stuff that Andrea James has been doing lately to a few people has... It's been kind of not cool. All Mm -hmm. right, you know, like comparing some of these younger transitioners to, like, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Okay, (laughs) that's fucked up, lady. That's (laughs) fucked up. Seriously, she was... She's been... It's like this one blog. It's like this one writer uh, named Parker. Uh, oh Loring. god! Yeah, Parker. She's been fighting with Andrea, and I. I like that. I mean, like oh. I follow. I follow both of them. I just sit there. And it's like it's like watching a death match. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I. I actually don't know about Andrea, but but Parker got under my skin quite early in this uh, battle. Yeah, I, mean, I don't like that person. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I mean it, it's sometimes I agree with her, sometimes I don't. Don't sometimes I, I agree with Andrea, sometimes I don't. Some and just overall, I just look at them and go, go like, "Would you just grudge fuck, ah, 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 <laughs> just fuck each other?" And I swear to God, everything will be solved. <laughs> oh,
0: That's true. But, they, they have no idea how much that would solve.
1: Oh God! Uh, there, there, there's so much sexual tension there. <laughs> You know, it's it's like Andrea James is calling Parker Molloy, you know, Buffalo Bill from <laughs> Silence of the Lambs, and you know, Parker saying all this stuff about how she's a traitor and you know and you know like selling out and throwing you know other trans people under the bus and all this stuff. I'm like God, well, it, you know? it,
0: it's so and with when when you bring Parker into it, you know, that's when I have to to think I, I understand the anger that she evokes. Mm-hmm. From people, uh-huh. because it is like it, and that is the the very black and white example of um, someone, a younger person, not knowing mm-hmm. or seeming to not know the history and respecting um, what got them to be so free and and to be on YouTube or wherever or Huffington Post talking about their opinion. Yeah. Uh, versus Calpurnia, and and it's just that that enrages such people because yeah, my boyfriend got killed, so you could do this, and now you're you're basically just throwing it in my face, saying you know, right. I, my I'm not valid, and um, it actually kind of gave me chills a minute ago because it reminded me of like World War II vets talking to a, a generation who has not had war or is yeah. not as readily going to war. It's mm-hmm. that same, you know, you little snot, you know, I had to, you know, waste my youth or utilize my yeah. youth getting my ass shot and my buddies killed and you don't even recognize.
1: Yeah, yeah I, you know, I, I just wonder if, you know, what, what it would be like if you, you know, stuck Hitler in a time machine and brought him to 2014 <laughs> and showed him every time that somebody called another person a fascist Nazi, he'd be like, Oh, come on, really. <laughs>
0: really? Are you kidding? <laughs> yes.
1: I kill six million Jews alone and because they don't want to, you know, like you know, like have free school lunches, they're fascist. What the fuck? <laughs> you
0: know? Yes. No, Hitler oh, he he would say he'd look at the headlines about Obama and he'd be like, Bitches, come on. He's not him. He is not me. Come
1: on. No, no, no. That would be Stalin because Obama is a communist,
0: That that's was right.
1: a fascist. Exactly. Keep... But <laughs> then again, right. you know, Obama's supposed to be a fat uh, well, yeah, Nazi he's, communist. Exactly. Uh, he's uh, a, you know, he's
0: a fascist, Nazi, communist, Hitler, Stalin.
1: Right. Which, which is really kind of odd. going like, wait a second. <laughs> wasn't most of World War Two fascists and communists fighting each other? It's, it's, wasn't that like the whole big thing? Put uh, in it in there. Whatever why works. Russia, works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can you imagine what you know, like what that kind kind of self loathing that would be if you were, you know, like a fascist communist, you know, like
0: <laughs> it would be very emo, I think. <laughs> and and we, you are, and clearly, you are very, know. very well read. And I, I just uh-huh. your your opinion on where we are going, because I mean, it sounds like you have a very positive outlook on on certain things, but. Mm-hmm. What about these kids today?
1: <laughs> well, they should stay the hell off my lawn. Exactly. <laughs> I um, the kids. Um, I I think I think it's not just within the transgender community. Oh, yeah. And this is this is a
0: general question, absolutely, across the board. Yeah. What is going on with our with generation? Yeah,
1: just getting away from the LGBT community. Yeah. Just going to talking about kids in general. Get the fuck off your phones and off the Internet. And I admit, I have an Internet addiction. I have a technology addiction. Uh, my friends scold me all the time every time I pull my phone out. I'm always on a computer, you know, because, while well, I work in IT as a day job, mm-hmm. and, of course, I'm, I'm always on the computer there, and, you know, I get on the computer know, when I get home. But, I mean, for the love of God, there is a real world out there. Mm-hmm. I know this sounds a bit hypocritical because I'm trying to push my Twitter, uh, uh, Eternal Carry, and I'm trying to push my blog, uh, nihilism is pointless at WordPress, uh, wordpress.com, yes. and trying to push my Facebook, uh, Amanda Carry. You know, as so much as I'm trying to push all that,
0: <laughs> and we'll spell all um, that out in, at the end of the show for you, just in yeah, case we'll, you didn't catch we it. We'll you provide links and We will definitely, yes.
1: <laughs> you know, not everybody gives a shit what your opinion is, no. so fuck your blog. Fuck your Facebook, fuck your you know WordPress, and I'm sorry Snapchat, you know tweets that you know are messages that disappear after six seconds, Instagrams and you know six second videos. What fucking universe is a six second video ever necessary? Yes. if if there is anything that can be said or done in six seconds, it's not worth it. Not
0: worth being done.
1: it's not worth saying it's, I mean uh. you know brevity you know like fuck Oscar Wilde brevity is not the soul of wit fuck mm. yourself you know <laughs> if Oscar Wilde was such a genius then why the hell did he go to jail he could have shut the fuck up and he wouldn't have gone to jail but people <laughs> are like what, what? I'm, I'm just taking I, notes I
0: Oscar Wilde can shut the fuck up this is for the description after
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oscar Wilde can shut the fuck up but <laughs> Um. Nobody. I mean,
0: there's there's no focus. There's there's I mean no focus on the real world. It's just you know I, I,
1: you know I remember you know like I remember back in the early '90s when you know ADD was starting to become a thing. You know you know after school specialty shit. And you know it took it took me until like last year for me to finally get diagnosed with ADHD. You know, and I'm on the meds for it and all that stuff. But there is a world of difference between having ADHD and no fucking attention span. My mind wanders, but I can find something to focus on it. The way that kids today, everything's disposable and instant and supposedly short. I mean, like, I'm on Twitter and I see people tweeting about, you know, the whole Gaza Strip, Israel-Palestine thing. And I'm like... Wait a second. you think that you can put into perspective the entire Middle Eastern conflict in 140 characters? Fuck you! There are people who have their entire careers often trying to explain that shit. And you think you can do it in 140 characters?
0: And that's very odd lately, um, especially Facebook and Twitter, when it comes to that. I see people saying, you know, what, what enrages me the most, colon, Israel. That's all they say. And it's as if everyone should know, like, like, we have to go and do more research to find out what they're mm-hmm. talking about. When before, someone would have written a very lengthy post about Israel, mm-hmm. and told us what the problem was, instead of just, you know, this pisses me off, Israel, period. Right. I'm Like, oh, well, I must automatically know what what you hate about Israel, or what's going on over there, or that I must yeah. know what's going on over there. How can I know what's going yeah. on when all I have is my Twitter to read? And nobody's telling right. you. I have
1: I have like 3 or 4 books on my shelf about, you know, the Middle East and the Israeli conflicts and stuff like that, you know, the clashes between Jews and Muslims and Christians. And there is not one that starts in 1947. Mm-hmm. You know, or 48. Mm-hmm. There's not a one. Almost all of them all of them go back to like 500 BC. <laughs> I mean, we're talking, about, we're talking about conflicts that are 500, yes. 1,500 years old yeah, yeah. in their foundation. Now that's a conflict, of, yes. Of cultural and emotional and, you know, religious identity. I mean, the, the things that go into the mindset of Jews go back as far as, and even before the Babylonian captivity, which was, if I'm not mistaken, about 500 B.C., you know,
0: we're talking so, about
1: yeah. things that have formed into the Jewish, created the Jewish consciousness right. that are literally 2,500 years old. And so for you to try to think that you can explain why Israel is, long, you know, is attacking the Gaza Strip in 140 characters. Wow. You know, yeah. like.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. So there, there, there's a Harvard, there's, there's a Harvard and Oxford and Cambridge historians going like you you're a little prick. You really think you've got this? Okay, all right. All
0: right. Go, go ahead with sure. your 140 characters. Go right ahead.
1: Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm on my eighth book about the right. fucking subject exactly. that I'm researching and writing myself.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I, I okay. see. And since you were on the Internet back then as well, I mean, it was... We used the Internet for smart people things back then, and we seemed to be a bit more focused. And it's like, you know, we had an Internet addiction... And it was a good addiction to have back then. Right. Now, it's like, well, now everyone caught on to that addiction and they have it. But, of course, they trivialized it to this. And now yeah, I don't want to be on the Internet anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, for years, you know, like, one of the reasons I uh, quit school, quit college the first time is, one... I, for the first time off from college, I'd gone through a lot of traumatic shit, but I spent all my time in the computer lab escaping out into the internet, into the chat rooms, and stuff like, that. that's when I first started really coming out, is going into chat rooms right. and stuff like that, and exploring the internet. Um, oh, and the severe drinking health, too, but well, right. we'll come back to that. <laughs> but, you know, I, I got out there into the internet, and I explored, and I learned stuff, and, you know, I... I I escaped out into the internet and I just kept getting more and more into it. And eventually I just kind of got to a point where I remember a quote from George Carlin at, where they were asking him about drugs, you know, why did he quit? Like some of the hardcore drugs. And he said, you know, you get to a point where the drugs say, you don't need me anymore. Mm-hmm. And lately, you know, it's the, it's kind of been with a lot of the stuff on the internet. Like you don't need me anymore.
0: Right. Or are.
1: I don't need the internet anymore, and also at the same time, I'm getting frustrated by the internet right. because I mean, it's if you've never been on Reddit, you know, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 for if you've never been on Reddit, first of all, where the hell have you been? Right. But on top of that, go to go to something like our politics, you know, Reddit slash our, you know, politics, mm-hmm. or you know, something along those our news or something along those lines, and look at some of the most ignorant ass, confused, misinformed dickheads arguing. It, it, it is the, the, the comment section at the end of a news article turned up to 20. It's <laughs> insane. You know I it mean, is. and first of all, I don't understand why the fuck there needs to be a comment section at the end of news comments, you know, mm-hmm. or news articles. No. Because I do not give a shit what you think, Okay. I want like let's take the guy who went to college to learn how to write news articles, did his research, went through an editorial process to tell me the information. I don't need your ignorant hillbilly ass or your you know you know your i uh, you know I graduated from Wellesley ass uh, you know to explain to me why you know why this opinion is wrong or right. that's wrong or you not know. could,
0: could not have said that better myself.
1: Because yeah, you're fucking wrong, right, you're a fucking idiot, you're uninformed, you know, and that's that's the big problem i, I think, the I internet think gives yeah, the internet gives everybody a voice, the problem is it gives everybody, everybody a voice, and everybody <laughs> thinks right. that theirs is the most important
0: as we circle back to you know everyone has the right to free speech, but the problem is everyone has the right to free speech, good and bad, right. we've got to take it all, and I think the addiction um, comparison is very true with the internet, because I felt I feel the same way. I mean, I've I've been on several stimulating substances throughout my life, alcohol being one of them, as we can relate to. Right. And there came a time, and I still have this time where, you know, I I want to drink, I have a drink, and I suddenly, two sips in say, I don't need this. And it mm-hmm. doesn't do that for me anymore. What it used to do. Same with a lot of yeah. other substances, and right. the internet is one of those substances. I used to be able to sit online on a Friday night. That was my Friday night, and you knew you know you mm-hmm. know my Friday nights. They were very exciting online. You just I could plug in, zone out, and become this fabulous creature, and right. it, it did something for me. It did like what drugs did, did for me and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And yet now, I'm saying I don't need this anymore, and, and I'm putting it down more and more and more. But at the same time, now society is saying, "Yes, you need the internet." So it's kind of like right. society coming up and forcing a bottle of whiskey down my throat when I no longer want right. it.
1: And uh, you know, and it's and the you know everybody complains about how sensationalized. You know, the media is becoming. It's because they're all competing. You know, it all goes. It goes back to CNN for becoming a twenty-four hour news network.
0: Right. And I mean,
1: you know, it, it's so funny when some of the dumbest fucking movies hit it on the head, and Anchorman too nailed that shit hard. Sometimes there is just no news. This is not news. Right. This is who give a fuck? Kim Kardashian, anything to do with the Kardashians, anything to do with Paris Hilton, or, you know, Paris Hilton or Paris Hilton,
0: it's either one, yes,
1: either one counts. In fact, just to let you know, without the internet, we would not have Paris Hilton. Think about that. Right, either of that's them. That's a fair trade. That's a fair trade to me. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, right. just, that spawned something wrong there.
1: <laughs> right. That's something to really think about. Mm. The only reason he exists. Is because people
0: click on his fucking website. Well, I mean, and and think about on the same vein of how many people do exist. And and Mm -hmm. then, unfortunately, I think I fall in line with that. I mean, no one would know. I don't know if I Mm -hmm. would ever have had a platform or found the inspiration to be myself without it. And Mm -hmm. possibly the same for you as far as being yourself. And Mm -hmm. yet... You know, we've got we've got to love it for creating people like us, and we've got to still love it for and, and accept it for creating people like Perez, even though that You're was right. just horrible, uh, and and all the other ones, you know, all the other MySpace people that flooded over and 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 you know pushed people like me under and, and aside, and became right. truly famous, the Chris Crockers of the world. We wouldn't have him either. <laughs> From God. from that to his now his big dick. You know he's doing porn, right?
1: Really, I didn't know. Yes,
0: that. He, is, he is. I I prefer him more doing porn than than sticking up for Britney. But either way, <laughs> I could do without him. Either way, actually,
1: <laughs> right? I, I, just, I, little, I the only porn stars I whose names and activities I keep up with are like female and, like, transgender porn stars. Guys, you're disposable. You're, you're, you're <laughs> a walking dildo. I don't give a shit.
0: I can, I, I can understand it's that. It's <laughs> Yes. That's, there's so many tags on this post on Tumblr, I'm telling you. Like these misogynists and misandrists and Tumblr haters and porn haters and man yeah, haters, yeah, win ha- women haters, tranny haters. You're going to get letters. Fortunately,
1: well yeah, I've already given them all I think. I'm going to get exactly. letters too. Cool. Exactly.
0: Absolutely. And that's why the, I mean this the season of my show has been cut back so much. I mean, this is this is um episode 3 of season 7. <laughs> uh season 7 started about 4 months ago. <laughs> wow. So, you know, I'm I'm making sure that each show is this concise package of fabulousness that deserves to be out there because i'm not going to be just another cnn of the internet Mm -hmm. putting shit out week after week or day after day just because i have to
1: or nowadays the podcast i've got a podcast i've
0: got a podcast you
1: have you have four followers one of your girlfriend (laughs) one of them's your mom you know and the other is
0: yourself because you download it and you listen to it while you go running
1: Right, and the third one is a is an is an Indian marketing bot. Okay.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, I I certainly have a lot of bots in Turkey who love me. <laughs> holler out to y'all. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I, I've got I've got like so many Twitter followers that I swear to God, if Twitter ever realized, wait a second, you're a bot, I'd believe like lose half my followers. Ah, ah.
0: Yeah. So, and
1: so, then the other half, then, then like another half, are just like people who found me because I tweet with Bailey J online, and they're like, just, "I'm just waiting. Eventually, I'll see Dick pics."
0: Yes, eventually, eventually. They're all they're very patient when it comes to that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Very patient. So let's <laughs> spell it out for them. Where Where can we find you on the interwebs?
1: On the interwebs, I'm on Twitter at Eternal Carry uh and with that's I K
0: E R R I
1: K E R R I um you can find me on Facebook um under uh Amanda Caring Comedianish uh it'll take you to the page called nihilism is pointless on Facebook that's my uh, that's my uh, official comedian page I'm trying to get more people to follow my comedian page cuz i you know get all these people following me on my personal pages like but i don't want you to follow me i just want you to like laugh at my jokes i don't <laughs> i don't want to like i don't want to let you know i have polyps today right? <laughs> <laughs> i
0: just want you to like me i want you to leave me alone and like me
1: right um i'm getting ready to get um i bought the domain i'm getting the uh-huh. website set up for com. Oh, oh so my there God. will be an i will have an official page
0: holy shit
1: uh, Yes, I know. You've come a long <laughs> way. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. But um, right now I'm. Um, it's just a WordPress site. Uh, nihilism is pointless. All one word. Uh, I forget if the WordPress comes first or second. But it's yeah, a WordPress I, I think site. it's
0: it's that dot wordpress dot com. I think.
1: Okay. I think. But yes, it's nihilism is pointless.
0: And, and <laughs> you'll have to go to Google to figure out how to spell nihilism.
1: Oh <laughs> right. The funny thing is, nihilism is pointless has always been something that has been something I've wanted to call something. Like I, uh, back in like the mid two thousands when web comics were first starting to get big, I wanted to do a web comic, and that was going to be the name of it. Nihilism is pointless.
0: It's a great name.
1: It, it's a great name because it's kind of true. It's kind of it like is. nihilism is pointless. Well, it is when, when you get down to it, really. Absolutely,
0: you know? and that should spawn some people to write that down and, and look that up if they don't know yeah. what in the world. You're talking right.
1: about. Who knew Nietzsche was so meta? You know, that's another thing. Stop it with the meta. There is look. There is no fucking thing as infinite reduction. Go fuck yourself, All right, sorry. I had to go there.
0: Noted. Noted, and, and the, the perfect footnote. Reduction. It's a great footnote. A
1: point, you you got to stop shit. <laughs>
0: M- but, making uh, another uh, note, meta is, yes. Okay, got it.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, in hearing about another, um, probably hearing about another month or so, I will have um, um, eternalcaring.com up and running, and it'll have all my WordPress, it'll have videos of me doing stand-up, um, probably have copies of my new column that I actually have. I just started this month, uh, with a column for the uh, regional regional gay newspaper, uh,
0: nice.
1: the oh. uh you, you can find it online at gayly dot com. You'll the probably g- have to subscribe to it.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, just say the Gayly.
1: The <laughs> I Don't get me wrong. I'm happy to be writing for them. I think it's I'm great. Absolutely. You know that it, it's the local gay newspaper. That's for, fabulous. Like, for like Oklahoma and parts of Arkansas and, uh, you know, Missouri and Kansas and all that kind of stuff. But it's the daily. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> well, that's you know. awesome. So you've got your own column. Did, is one already up? or Have you been writing for a while?
1: It'll be my first column for them.
0: Coming up. It'll be awesome. my
1: first column for them. And it's going to be a column that's meant to be a humor column. Um, and it's going to be very transgender-focused uh but it's also going to talk about other stuff at the same time um like how i said that i you know tell jokes about you know feminism and that kind of stuff it's all done through a transgender perspective it's going to be kind of the same thing uh just kind of through the perspective i come through
0: very um, good so we'll have to subscribe to the galing
1: the galing yes um and it's like 6 bucks for like yearly access for like the the actual print edition.
0: Okay, I think we can swing uh, which that. Which is where I'll yeah.
1: be featured. Yes, yeah, if, if you if you can't afford six bucks, just go without those six fucking you know you know like Katy Perry songs. Just go torrent to them. Okay, don't buy them. Just go torn. To them.
0: <laughs> that is that is, yes, Amanda's that is recommendation a recommendation for you today.
1: <laughs> yeah, commit copyright violation. That is my recommendation <laughs> for you. Steal. Good
0: so. Yes, and and the fabulous D show does not uh, condone or agree with the uh, just, the opinions of our guests. Please don't, yeah. uh, Please
1: don't sue us. Please don't sue exactly. it. Please don't sue
0: us. <laughs> I need to get that guy back on here with those those disclaimers now. Jeez. I
1: uh, I was going to do a, uh, a a YouTube series, and I still plan to maybe someday get back to it. That was going to be about history. I was going to. Oh yeah. Drum it huge history nerd. Yes. Um, no, it, but it was going to prove it, history in a humorous way without it being outlandish or stupid. Right. Uh, like, like drunk history. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that,
0: that was the first thing that actually came to mind when I thought.
1: Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, drunk history is fun <clears throat> and it's silly, but there's misinformation and it. it's wrong yeah. Yeah. information quite often. Right. But I wanted to, you
0: know, you the real to, thing. do a
1: history series. Yeah. Um, but, Um, I, I did like two of them as kind of like a test run and boy, they're terrible. (laughs) Um, but at the end of it, um, after where I had like borrowed music and like photographs and video clips and all this stuff to put it in there at the very end of it, it says I'm poor, you know, you know, I, I thanked all the people whose media I stole. And then at the end of it, I said, I'm poor, please don't sue me.
0: (laughs) Perfect perfect. And we can see some of your uh, stand up online on YouTube, right?
1: Yes. Um through my Twitter you can get to a few of my uh, st- uh stand up videos. Um also on my uh also on my uh, uh Facebook and my uh WordPress I do have some links on there. I've got some videos I haven't finished processing that I need to put up. And uh as soon as I get my new computer this week uh, I will start getting those processed and put up. I'll also start having audio clips of me just kind of doing open mics and testing out new material. So you can hear oh, variations man. and stuff well, like
0: that. We cannot wait to hear more from you, Amanda Carey. You've uh, made our month, I think, here.
1: Yeah. And spread the word around me because I want to be famous.
0: Absolutely. We will We will make you so more want- than viral. You need to be famous.
1: Because the whole reason I'm doing this is for the pussies.
0: That's right, because viral don't pay the bills. Right, famous yeah, yeah. pays the bills I I and gets you pussy.
1: Yeah, I, I'm here. I'm here to. I'm here for the for bitches, the fame and the money. Okay. Uh, educating people and building bridges and you know helping the world understand what it's like to be transgender. What's that? I'm, I'm getting paid, yo. Ah,
0: it's an understandable concept <laughs> and, and goal, so we're good. With right,
1: that. and the thing is. I'll probably piss off about like thirty people who might who would be listening. to This is like, oh well, shit. Now I'm I'm gonna have to go write something for the Advocate now.
0: <laughs> yes, well, we waited until the end to share that last <laughs> tidbit. We had you right up to there. Right <laughs> up to there. So I, I thank uh, you everything. so much. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: Oh, I enjoyed it. It was fantastic. It was great to finally be on your show.
0: Yes, and great to finally talk to you some more because you know it's been two hundred yeah. years.
1: You can. You can invite me back any time.
0: We must. We will keep up with you and watch everything you're doing and have you back and talk more about fabulous things.
1: Oh, I I will be more than happy to.
0: Awesome. Well, I thank you. I hope you have a fabulous evening.
1: You too, as well. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And, you know, hopefully, if you spread the word, I'll be coming through your town soon.
0: Fabulous. And if you're in Oklahoma, stop by. Any of those, those yeah, places? Yeah, if you
1: know call to stop by, um, I don't have a very large bet, but I'd be kicking you out when we're done anyway. So.
0: <laughs> I love it. Thank you.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Bye.
0: Bye. That was Amanda Carey, and I am the Artist D on 4Culture Radio. You've been listening to The Fabulous D Show. Find more fabulous episodes at thefabulousdshow.com. And, of course, find everything from the underground at 4Culture.com. Issue 13 out now, along with the rest of them. Read it for free at 4Culture.com. Until next time, I am the Artist D. Now, go tuck yourselves in, you dirty mothers. Good night. No, it's about me, but I like to think of it. Juice Talk Radio, the downloadable iPodable hub for amazing, delicious, juicy, insightful broadcasts. And I hope those people out there listening realize it ain't often you can get these three voices the same exact time. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Cotolo's Cattolo Chronicles. Well, I couldn't have said that better if I said it. Transistor by Velvet Steel
1: I'll see the other bottle of white wine and I think I'll figure it out
0: and The Fabulous D Show by me, The Artist D I want to be a writer when I grow up <laughs> Really? Why? Because you have something to say? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Archived weekly for your listening pleasure Drink your juice I just want to get laid juice talk for the most intriguing shows based on art sex and opinion with an emphasis on quality of culture and sound at juicetalk.com it's juicy
1: what does the future hold in store for you drink your juice
0: give me a break